Another. Make it so. They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 27. My name is Tom Van Zandt. I am your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What up? Get ready to go down to Florida and vacay. Nice. USA Earth Milky Way. Very good. And we have some special guests this week for the topic we intend to discuss. I brought in a good friend of mine, Mr. Steve McMahon. What's going on, everyone? And you've heard us talk about him on previous episodes. You've heard him mentioned on Aussie in the Palm. Danny, Mr. Danny Abbott is with us today. What's up, Danny? Hello, 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 Not Nation. I am finally here. You are. Welcome. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money and of course, we have the man who brings the Danny, Mr. J. Money. Tom Van Zant, Steve McMahon, Derek Metris, Danny Abbott. I knew you'd come. What's going on? What the fuck? It's Metris, not Metris. You know him from Twitter. Danny Abbott is here with us. Absolutely, yes, money. Yes, yes, yes. Holy shit. The president of the Day from Afghanistan fan club. <laughs> that's right. Hey, Tom's Watto statue. I know it's you that stole my idea and made that Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, whoever Watto statue is is definitely also Afghani Day fan club. I'm convinced. <laughs> so... Money, what do you want to tell us about your boy, Danny? Well, I don't know. He's my boy. Thank you for making that announcement that no one cared about. I've uh, worked with him for about 10 years now. Uh, we worked in the same department for a long time. He's a lifelong wrestling fan like I am. We used to work with this asshole who will remain completely anonymous because if we use his name, he will sue us. Right, Danny? Oh, yes. So yeah, He's like, got his lawyer standing by like on speed dial. He's like Voldemort, he who must not be named. Yes. So okay. uh, me and Danny would talk about wrestling our entire shift during work. And this asshole would bitch to our main boss about how, Do they understand it? It's all fake. It's not real. I hate wrestling. It's stupid. I hate when they talk about wrestling. So, of course, since he went on that rant, guess what me and Danny would do even more when we worked with him? I'm, Absolutely. I'm going to guess you talked more about wrestling. We've talked even more about wrestling. Just oh, to God, get, yeah. Just to get this asshole pissed off. So, All right. There were, there, were, there were times where we literally walked up right next to him and just started talking. Oh, just started going off yeah. about wrestling? Just left, left our carts, left the stuff we were supposed to be doing, and just walked up behind him and started talking. Me and Danny would go in usually an hour before the store would open. So uh, when I would walk into the store, I'd go over to the PA system of the store and I'd play like a wrestling theme. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. 
That was the best. Okay, overnight time at the store because there's the night crew there. The phone rings over the PA system. Mm-hmm. So once in a while, there's like a glitch in the computer for the store or whatever, and that would happen during the day, okay? You're just sitting there filling your carts in the middle of the day, and all of a sudden you hear this like over the PA system, like loud as fuck, like twice as loud as the music, right, Danny? Oh, yeah. So there was this other asshole that we hate who worked in another department, and every time that would go off, he would just start screaming, that stupid fucking noise. I'm so fucking sick of it. So I would be in the back room on my cell phone and I would keep calling the store and just hanging up just so that noise would keep playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that went on for a good 10, 15 minutes. Oh, God. And I was in the back room and I'm looking out to Danny, who's on the sales floor. and I can directly see him. And uh, the noise would start making. And I look at Danny. He looked up at me and he knew it was me. You are quite the instigator, Jay Money. Oh, we hated that asshole. Well, I hated that guy. I don't know if Danny hated that guy, but I hated that asshole. And I just looked at Danny. He looked up, and he just knew, he knew it was me. See, Danny strikes me as a gentle soul. He doesn't have so much hate in his heart for his fellow man. Not at all. So, Danny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us a little nerd cred. What, uh, what are you into? What do you like? What makes you a proud member of Not Nation? Well, like Jay said, I've been a long-time wrestling fan, pretty much born into fandom. My first favorite wrestler was Andre the Giant. My cousin was into comics, and he got me into my two favorite superheroes, which was uh, Superman. Obviously, every kid loves Superman. Except Jay Money. Jay Money doesn't Except like Except for him. who? Jay Money doesn't like Superman, but he's un-American. I fucking hate Superman. Go fuck himself. Carly doesn't like Superman either. Oh. Good. Who's your second favorite? Second favorite has always been and will always be Green Arrow. All right. Well, that's good because yeah. that's one of the reasons you're on this show tonight. The dad or the son? Mostly Oliver. Every once in a while you get a nice story from Red Arrow, but not too much. No, I meant Connor. Connor? I don't know. Not too big a fan of Connor. I like Connor better than Red Arrow. I'm impressed that, that Danny knew that because I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty impressed too, Danny. All right, well. I try. Like I mentioned before, there is the giant nerdiness that is the Doctor Who fandom. I am a Whovian, have been for a while. Uh... (laughs) Derek and Money, you want to say anything about that? Uh, No, because I like Danny, so he can like that. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah, it's on Jay Money's list of deletion, but yeah, Jay Money likes it. Deleted! (laughs) I don't like Doctor Who, but if Danny wants to like Doctor Who, I don't care because I like Danny. Like if Tom what? liked uh, if Tom liked Doctor Who, I would hate it because I don't like Tom. Well, what if Doctor Bill knocked over some of your toys? Like, oh, go fuck Doctor Bill! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the fact that I'm not constantly talking about Doctor Who that helps out a lot because there are some people at, especially at the store, that will not shut up about it. And they run and around going, I, "That's yeah, so lasagna." Even I get annoyed sometimes by them. And they yeah, say, it's true. They say that's, and that'll wrap up our Doctor Who segment of the show, guys. <laughs> and they say, delete. And they delete. Say, they say that's so lasagna. Oh God, that is. A, please never ever mention that phrase again. What? That's so that's, lasagna. That's from Doctor Who. It is. It is one of the uh, worst quotes from the latest from last season, and I hope it dies a fiery, horrible death. <laughs> like, right. there's any good quotes from that show? <laughs> Allons-y. All right, Danny. Well, well, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. 
Thank you. I know many people who are very excited that you are here, and Russ from Ozzy and the Palm is one of them. So is Nate. Yeah, well, Russ, oh, Russ specifically wanted me to ask you the real story because he doesn't believe that Jay Money could fire you. He's shocked that Jay Money fired you from produce and sacked you, as, as Russ puts it, and wanted me to ask you, what is the real story behind your No, departure? no, no, no. We've been through this before. I am not the manager. I did not take Danny out of produce, okay? Has nothing to do with me. Derek, does this sound right? He said, I heard him say, we fired him, meaning you know, as a team or as a department or something. He, he didn't say some other guy did. He said we, as in right. you know, me as and some in, other people. He's an assistant manager in produce, and he was part of the decision-making. Oh, no, no. I don't know. It sounds like some backpedaling going on here. Okay, well, let Danny tell a story. That's Go ahead, all fair. Danny. Go ahead, Danny. Tell us. Tell us the truth. All right. When I worked with, with uh, Jay Money and produce, I was in the produce department for about six years. But the last two years, the uh, company started cutting everyone's hours in the side departments. So everyone was losing time that wasn't full-time. And I was just like, you know what? I can't live on this few hours. I either need to go to another department, get some more hours in another department, or I need to not work here. But I kind of like it here, so I don't want to leave. So our manager talked to the front-end manager, and I ended up going and becoming a cashier. And I was going to split my time between the two departments. But after three days, my manager on the front-end, my cashier manager, she came up to me and she said, you know what? Carl's taking too many of my guys anyway, so I'm keeping you up here. You're not going back to produce anymore. I'm keeping you forever. And I ended up staying up front and never went back to produce. Was the cashier manager hot? <laughs> no. Which one uh, was it, Danny? Uh, it was Sam. Delete! Oh, my Actually. God. <laughs> no last names. It was, uh, yeah. It was. I'll edit oops. all that out. It's fine. I'll edit it out. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, so I knew there was a real story, and it had nothing to do with your performance. You just wanted more hours, and so you transferred. And Jay Money, of course, made it sound like he was a big wig at Big Y and made some <laughs> fucking decision. <laughs> but we all knew the truth, and the truth is Jay Money just fucking stacks oranges for a living. <laughs> so now that we've sussed that out, thank you for your honesty. Welcome to the show. Let's go. Yes. So, Steve. Yes. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, my man. So I'm probably the youngest one you guys have ever talked to on here. Yeah, I've known you since how old were you when I met you coming into the music store? Probably 15 or 16. Oh, it's like Joey DiCarlo coming into the comic store when I met him around the same age. Yep. Yep. Talk about so, sellouts. So <laughs> how, how young are you? I'm 32. Actually, I'll be 32 on Thursday. No, Danny's got you beat. Oh, so does Carly. Oh, that is correct. I am only twenty-eight years old. All right, and I take everything I just said back. <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're, you'll always be a young boy to me, Stevie. And Tom likes young boys. <laughs> sure does. Just about to say how creepy that. Bring him young, says Tom. Not as much as they pope. Delete. <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. Tell us a little bit about your nerd cred and what you're into. I'm a cinephile, to be completely honest. I have, like, the weirdest trivia that you could think of, and I'm in love with Ghostbusters. I hope you mean the original Ghostbusters. I can't watch the... Filmation remake. Ghostbusters? No. 1983? 4? 
84. You know how I know that Steve is in love with the Ghostbusters, guys? Well, Steve actually just got married last year to his beautiful wife. And pregnant. Yes, his beautiful, now pregnant wife. Good job. Good on you. Good, good work. Well done. Congratulations. And uh, when they got married, they had me DJ their wedding. And their intro music, when I introduced them <laughs> to the crowd, was the theme To be from- with you? No. <laughs> by oh. by extreme? No. Oh, by Tesla. <laughs> it was it was actually the Ghostbusters theme. So, and I, when he told me he was doing that, I wasn't sure he was serious at first. First the of Bobby all, Brown song from Ghostbusters 2? No. Ray Parker Jr. That one? No, no. 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 The original Ghostbusters, Ray Ray Parker oh. Jr. And I was very impressed that your bride to be was cool with that. That shows you that she loves you, that she was willing to walk into that song. I bet Ray Park before, Tom. Anyway, Derek, you, the reason the show is three hours long is because you guys go off on these stupid little tangent comments and you sidetrack me. Just let us fucking get through this, okay? Thank no. you. Appreciate it. So go ahead, Steve. Take it Take it away. I, where am I supposed to go? Uh, so down, you're, the, down you're, the street. You're in... <laughs> Away from Doctor Who. Stop fucking eating, Derek. I, I would Dr. never... Bill. I would never go anywhere near Doctor Who. I fucking don't hate that show. Don't fucking eat with. Don't fucking talk with food in your mouth. I can hear it. Who's eating? Who me? Derek. I'm not eating. Well, you're doing it's something. Not me. You chewing gum? Something's going on. What? No. You got something in your I mouth. Just had my, I just had my shit on mute too until I talked. Oh well, I know you're you're doing something over there. I can detect these things. I'm very good. All right. You're very good at stealing a bunch of beer. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, that's your key thing, Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. All right. Steve, do you dress up as those Ghostbuster dudes at like, conventions? Dude, are I you like a mem- member of those any of those? Those things are so expensive. Oh. The, the proton packs, yeah. Those proton packs, like, if you can't make them, you look for them online. They're like $1,200, $1, $1,400. Yeah, no. Yeah, Farmer Mike's brother is in one of those groups, and they made their own proton packs from the original specs of the original movie. Huh. And yeah, they do charity work and go to hospitals and see sick children and all that stuff. You mean he I wasn't, would do all of that in a heartbeat. He wasn't one of the assholes who like burnt his proton pack in fucking when when they announced they were doing a female Ghostbusters reboot. You heard about that. <laughs> I right? didn't hear about that. Oh no, yeah. Not that I know of. There were there were like Ghostbusters cosplayers that were up in arms and really? literally yeah, and literally trashed their shit in in what's the word I'm looking for? Effigy? Protest. Rebellion? Protest. In protest of the fact that they were doing a female Ghostbusters reboot. Fucking dopes. Farmer Mike has a brother? Yeah. I never knew that. Takes a lot is of he people. Is older to... or younger? He is a little older. It takes a lot. His, it... his name is John Franco, so it's Farmer John Franco, I guess. I was going to say, it takes a lot of people to run a farm, J-Money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Huh. Yeah, he goes over and helps him make hay sometimes. Really? Do they skin the rabbits together? Probably. Huh. Tangents. Right. Tangents that nobody who's listening cares about. No one cares <laughs> that Farmer Mike has a brother. <laughs> Listen to Ghostbusters. No no one gives a shit. Let's stay on target. Let's. Yeah, but he, he goes to visit sick children, Luke, Tom. Stay on target. Stay on target. That's good. That's admirable. I'm glad he visits sick, sick children. Sick children want to listen to this podcast, and they don't want to hear about them. So let's stop and redirect the conversation. Sweet musical Jesus. All right, so it's good to have you here, Stephen. Good to be here. And you are here, and Danny is here, because we are actually doing something a little different with this episode. 
We are fans of the CW DC shows, and we are going to talk about them now that they have all wrapped up for this season. I thought we'd get together and discuss it. I know other podcasts, specifically podcasts in the Nerd Podcast Mafia, have done this. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of stealing the idea from them, because I have a few things I want to rant about. So yeah, so we're going to talk about the CW shows, and does everybody here watch the CW shows? Jay Money, I know you're a big TV watcher. No, I don't yeah, Jay Money used to, watch, he used to watch 90210 on CW. <laughs> no, I don't watch any of that shit, Tom, so I'm just going to lay back for a while. Are you just, you're just here for support? So, yeah, I'm just going to lay back while you guys talk about it, and then I'll come back when we do our recommendations. Okay. I expect a Transformers movie review from you. I I thought you were going to do that first and get it out of the way. No, you want me to do it now? Well, before you do that, why don't you tell Not Nation where they can go to find all things Not Another Nerdy Podcast? Oh, Christ, Tom. I don't have anything written down. I'm not prepared. You should know that shit by heart by now. (laughs) By heart. Oh, God. Jay Money, you have one job. One job. It's to do the social media. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash dot podcast one. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at not podcast one. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Podknife, YouTube, nerdpodcastmafia.com. Leave us a 10-star review on podknife.com. You are so money and you don't even know it. Yeah. Well, so much for the, this podcast is unscripted, because you just proved that it's not. You got to fucking read that off a fucking piece of paper. God. Man, this is some bullshit. All right. What'd you think of Transformers? You went to go see it. Tell everyone about that. You, how'd you get to see it a couple days early? Because I'm special. So anyway, what's, what's, the, what's the real reason? Because I signed up online. I was able to get tickets three days early for this big Optimus Prime party. Then you got a free T-shirt, you got a lanyard, you got to see the movie early in 3D IMAX and all this crap. So this was Transformers the last night? Yeah, part five. It was definitely better than the last two, but that's not saying much. All right, so out of five, what would you rate it? 2.5. So right in the middle. It, It was not bad, not great. It was just there. Yeah, it wasn't any different than the last two, other than they brought a lot of people back from the first two. Okay. They brought a lot of the human characters back, and there was a lot of shout-outs to the first two movies, because I think they started to realize those were the only ones that were even... The first one was really good, and the second one was okay, but you know, part three and four were just absolute shit. Anything interesting happen in this movie that's worth mentioning? That's not a spoiler. Well, go ahead. I mean, I don't think I don't personally care if you spoil it. You guys care? Not, really. Not one bit. They brought we'll probably wheelie. forget about it ever. They brought Wheelie back. I don't know who Wheelie is. The little blue guy in part two who was like humping Megan Fox. Okay. Wheelie from the animated movie? No, remember he was the RC truck in the second one. No. And no. he was like started like humping Megan Fox's leg. Oh, you're my goddess! You're my goddess! Okay. The little mini thing. Yeah, the little mini, the little RC. He had a mohawk. That was uh, Bones or whatever from the second one, the third one. Boner? Oh, Christ. (laughs) Never mind. You can't even remember Wheelie. He was in the entire fucking movie of part two. So that's a spoiler? Who gives a shit? Well, yeah, because everyone (laughs) thought he was dead. He hasn't been in in it since three movies. Okay, so where has he been this whole time? I don't know. Okay. Hot Hot Rod was in this one. They finally brought Hot Rod aboard. I was going to say, that is a spoiler. Now that's something worth talking about. 
Except he was all it was was just a a stupid minor background character that happened to be named Hot Rod. Really? So it meant nothing. So he didn't get like the Matrix of Leadership at any no. point. No, he could have just been named Touchhole, and it would be the same thing. <laughs> That's weak. <laughs> That's wicked so, weak. Yeah, and the first half hour was okay, and then the the rest of the movie was the exact same as the last two, and it was just oh god, I I just don't know how that can do this anymore. So, what was the premise? Like, I see Optimus Prime, like, killing Bumblebee in the pre- Oh, previews. whatever. That was, like, one scene. He turned into Nemesis Prime for a little bit, and he fought Bumblebee for, like, five minutes, and then Bumblebee spoke in his regular voice, and Optimus Prime was like, Oh, you can talk in a regular voice? Well, I'm back to being Optimus Prime again, not Nemesis Prime. What? Oh, it was so fucking stupid, Tom. <laughs> it sounds it. Yeah, and then it all, it was the exact same thing as the last two movies where there was this giant thing, alien transformer invading Earth over the sky, dropping stuff down onto Earth, and they had to get into the middle of it to stop it. That was it. It was just the same fucking thing. I wonder if they're ever going to use Unicron in one of these movies. Well, spoiler, Unicron was Earth. What? Yep. I'm over it. What are you talking about? Unicron was Earth in this movie, and Optimus was, or Nemesis Prime, was bringing Cybertron to Earth so Cybertron could eat Unicron. <laughs> oh my God. And, and be saved. But There's kill too many Earth. Trons. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So they did use Unicron, and Unicron was actually Earth. So there wasn't an actual Unicron head or anything. Is the, the planet Earth is Un- How do they explain that? How does that make sense? Because it had to do with, like, the medieval days, like, with King Arthur. Oh, God. <laughs> Who writes this shit? I think Michael Bay just, like, just like shoots scenes, and then they just edit it all together at the end into a movie. Uh, how are the Dinobots? Grimlock was in the beginning, and then you never saw him again for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, at the big fight at the end, I'm like, where the fuck is Grimlock? Yeah, you, you, you saw him at the beginning. And Did you see the, the other? The Slag and Swoop and all those guys? Snarl? No, no. You saw uh, Snarl, the Triceratop. Was yeah. that Snarl? You saw Snarl for like one scene, and then he was never seen again. Wow. Yeah, it was awful. That's rather depressing. I the Dinobots are like my favorite. If I was going to be yeah. excited to see anything, it would be them. I was bitching on uh, the drive home. I'm like, why can't they just have fucking Grimlock transform into a robot and just be like, be Grimlock King. That's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, what did he do? He just stayed as the uh, Tyrannosaurus? Yeah, and he just, like, uh, I don't even know. He ate a car, and then Mark Wahlberg told him to spit the car out, and he spit the car out, and then you ever saw him again? Oh, my God. What it a, was what fucking a stupid. waste of a character. And I assume but, they left it wide open for another one. They actually did a little kind of Marvel-like after... It wasn't after the credits, but it was after the regular movie was done. They did do a little stinger for the next movie, which I thought was one of the cooler parts. And what was that? I can't tell you because I'd have to go into like 20 minutes of bullshit. Oh, all right. Yeah. Did Megatron, remember, Megatron come back in this one? Yeah, Megatron was here. Uh, actually, one cool part was, for whatever reason... The humans team up with Megatron, and they're like, okay, Megatron, we're going to let you pick a team of all your co-Decepticons that we have captured. So they almost did. They, it was basically like, remember when the Suicide Squad, they introduced each character, and they had their name on the screen, and they showed like their stats? Yes. They did that. So Megatron was like, I pick Barricade. And then they showed Barricade in his jail cell, and they put the Barricade up on the screen. 
<laughs> so he did that for like his whole team. That was kind of cool, but it was it was just like uh, Suicide Squad when they introduced the team. Did he pick Starscream or Shockwave as his team? No, members? Starscream's dead. His head was in the movie. Oh, really? Shockwave wasn't in it at all. Starscream's dead? When did he die? Like two movies ago. Oh, wow. I don't even remember yeah. that. Huh. Shia LaBeouf killed him. Remember, like, the top of the roof? So why? Oh, that's right. Why was his head there? What, what was the point of that? There's, like, a junkyard of, like, dead Transformer parts and, like, his oh, head is, bodies. like, in the <laughs> Was Jazz's body cut in half in there? No. No. And, like, Megatron finds the head and picks it up and just, like, laughs at him and, like, throws it down. Oh, that's funny. See, that's oh. a funny scene. Yeah. That's, but, a, that's uh, kind of a nod to the cartoon. Yeah. And there, like I said, there was a lot of nods to the first two movies. They kind of ignored the last two, but whatever. I don't see how you can ignore the last two since that introduced Mark Wahlberg to the Transformers universe. But. Well, whatever. Hmm. His daughter wasn't in it. No. Now he like called her and like texted her once, but she was never like on the screen ever. Oh well. So who so was the they, token hot chick in this one? Well, there was uh, there was uh, this other girl who was like a uh, doctor. That was, like, the person who could save all of humanity. She had to, like, pick up the sword from uh, Cybertron. Oh, man. It was so ridiculous, Tom. Sounds it. Yeah. So is it a Redbox rental? Barely. Wow. It's It's so bad that you rent it in Redbox and you hope you get a piece of paper? If you you can get through this whole movie, like, in one sitting, I really, like, oh, man. Because just like all these movies, it was like just about two hours and 50 minutes. And it just went on and on and on forever. All right. Well, thank you for that review. We'll make sure we avoid it. Yeah, please do. Russ will be disappointed. I know he's looking forward to it. He's a big Transformers guy. I think he rated that his number one alien movie in their top five this will probably. I'm, I'm calling it right now. This is going to be his movie of the year. Oh, yeah? You think he's going to like it? He's going to love it. All right, boys. Well, let's talk about CW shows. Everybody watches them except money. Wh- which which ones do you watch, and which is your favorite, Steve? Mine is The Flash, but it also kind of annoys me. But do you watch all of them, or just The Flash? Oh, good point. Uh, I don't watch Supergirl or Legends of Tomorrow, but I watch Arrow and Flash. And of the two, Flash is your favorite? Yeah. Okay. How about you, Danny Abbott? I watch Arrow. I watched... A decent amount of Flash. Things started getting a little weird on that one. Didn't really get into Supergirl. Not a big fan of... It was on CBS, right? Originally. Yeah, they don't, yeah. Ever, yeah, they don't ever do good shows, so I never gave it a shot. They yeah. had Star Trek. Yeah, they never do good shows. Ooh, he likes Doctor Who, but not Star Trek. That's interesting. Oh, boy. I'm walking. Hey. And I also, hate Star Trek. Oh. I gotta, I gotta do a little throwback to 2001. One of my favorite shows back in the day was Smallville. I know it's so horrible and it doesn't follow much of the actual Superman real storyline, but it, that's not horrible. Smallville's awesome. What are you yeah, talking about? Smallville's yeah, I know, cool. but it started airing at a time where I had left the whole comic scene, so it helped reintroduce me back into all the characters that I used to like. That's one reason why I really got into Smallville. And then the year after Smallville ended, Arrow started, so I got super stoked. So I couldn't, I couldn't wait to see another good DC hero that never really got a shot anywhere else get his, uh, get his due. Especially since Arrow is one of your favorite of two superheroes. Exactly. Right? Cool. So, Derek, what do you watch, and what's your favorite? 
I watched all of them. I'm behind a little bit on some of the shows, including Arrow and Supergirl. But I would say my favorites are Arrow Season 2 and Flash Season 1. You can't, you can't say this show is better than that show because all the shows have fucking horrible seasons. <laughs> they do now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have said that about Flash before this past season, but I. But we'll get I into. I really like that. We'll get into that. So I watched the Flash religiously. That was my favorite of all the Arrowverse shows. I've never really been an Arrow fan. Sorry, Danny. He's not one of my characters that I'm really into. All right. So uh, I can forgive you for for that. Yeah, but he, but Flash did debut on his show, so I'll, I'll give him credit yeah. for that. You never watched Arrow or season two, Tom? I never watched any of the, the Arrows. Deathstroke? No. Fuck. No. So good. That was such a good season. <laughs> no, I'm not an Arrow fan. I'm not into the character. I don't. I I don't care. I'm not a I'm not a bow and arrow guy. I like the character. I don't like the superpower. Does that make sense? He has no superpowers. That's my point. There is no. He superpower. knows how to. He knows how to fight, and he's got bow and arrows. Right, and I'm not a big fan of that. I think it's kind of lame. Well, Batman doesn't have any superpowers. Yeah, but Batman like has Batman. the coolest fucking gadgets known to man. Batman's superpower is money. Right. Right. Well, you have to admit that Arrow's rich of, too. Exactly. That's Arrow's superpower. Touché. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have any of his shit or his compound if it wasn't for Queen Consolidated and all their money. Yeah, and Hawkeye doesn't need any fucking money. He lives in the Avengers mansion. Right. I don't and, know. And he rides around in Quinjets. Just not a big I'm not an arrow guy. Sorry. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, let me finish what I was saying. What about Turok Dinosaur Hunter? Uh, you like that guy? He has arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Yondu. Does that count? He has arrows. <laughs> oh, so now you like guy with arrows? Yeah, I don't like the character. How about that? I think he's a Bruce Wayne knockoff. I think he's a ripoff of Bruce Wayne. That's what I think. So I can see that. I don't like. Yeah. That. But anyway, so I watch Supergirl, and I like that. And I would watch Legends of Tomorrow now and again, but I'm. It's very convoluted and confusing, so I couldn't stick with it. And some of the characters just annoyed the living shit out of me, like the Hawk Girl and Hawkman characters in season one just drove me batshit oh insane. God, yes. So thank God they wrote them off the fucking script and got them out for got a uh, got as hot as that Hawk Girl chick was. I was not going to put up with her for season two, and thankfully neither were they. But Flash is my guy. That's my main show that I watch now. You all said you're not totally caught up with this season, but I assume you've watched some of. The episodes of this season. So I want you to tell me, out of the series that you watch, which one was the best this season and why? And I'll go with Danny Abbott. Oh, man. Honestly? No, lie to me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I can't. Ugh, it's tough. The last season was a, was a little different. For which show? Uh, Arrow. Okay, so you're talking about Arrow. The last season was a little different. It was... It was tough to follow for a minute, and I kind of lost it. Yeah, I didn't catch much of the latest season of Flash, so can't really say much on that. And Legends of Tomorrow, I just lost completely after the like fourth episode. Yeah, I, I yeah, I couldn't stand that they turned that the grandson of is it Captain Steel? Is that his grandfather's name? Commander yeah. Steel. Commander Steel. Yeah. I couldn't stand that they made his grandson a uh, superhero. That just was so stupid and contrived, and I don't know why that was necessary. They basically turned him into Colossus. I don't know why. Fucking dumb. So What really bugged me, though, was the guy who brought them all together. Rip Hunter? He, yeah. The actor or the character? The, the actor. Okay. Uh, Arthur Darville. All right. He, to me, 
he will always be Rory from Doctor Who. I knew that. That's why he sucked. That was one thing. Like, he does not have the personality to be controlling a group of people like that based off of how I know him. So yeah, he, he's used to playing in like a really boring, stupid show. So it's like it's hard to well, when you try to go to like a really cool, you know, show and environment. When he was in Doctor Who, he was like subservient to both of the main characters. So so he was a companion. He was the husband to one of the companions. Okay. He was he wasn't even a main companion. <laughs> was he Iceman's so, husband? <laughs> no. He was Amy Pond's husband, so he was a secondary companion, so he wasn't even on the main. He wasn't even in the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he, he's not really a leader on Legends of Tomorrow, so it kind of suits him, I guess. <laughs> in fact, he hasn't been on much of season two. He's just there, and they're like, yeah, he's like, okay, you guys should go do this. And the guys are like, all right, like, whatever you yeah, say. We're going to do whatever do we want. <laughs> exactly. So. All right. How about you, Steve? I didn't even hear the question. You drew, you like blocked out a couple of times. Oh, really? I said of the shows that you watch this season, which had the strongest season for you, and why did you like it? I most of the way through Arrow, and I'm a fan of this season over last season. But Flash started out good, got stale, and then kind of ended good. All right. How about you, D Rock? I, uh, I'm not even done Flash season three, uh, but so far I would say Flash is my favorite because that's the only new season I watched this year. So, so you didn't watch any of Arrow this year? No. Nope. And Flash is pretty fucking boring. All right. Well, I watched. Well, I didn't watch Arrow, but I watched everything else and Legends of Tomorrow sporadically because, like I said, it just got really convoluted and crazy, and with the Spear of Destiny and. Reverse Flash and all these other characters suddenly appeared, and I just I don't I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I fell off that one. Supergirl, I I really enjoyed season one, Danny. I think if you tried season one, you'd like it. It was actually really good because it focused on superhero shit and not romance fucking CW crap. Unfortunately, when it went over to the CW, they started focusing. They, well, it didn't all disappear, but they started focusing more on the romantical shit, the romance crap, and they introduced Monel, and she started having a romance with him. I mean, there was flirtation going on between her and James Olsen in season one, but it wasn't overbearing, and it wasn't over the top, and I could live with it. It didn't dominate the story, but the shit that goes on between her and Monel dominates a lot of the story, and it's distracting, and it's unnecessary. So, Supergirl Season 2 has been kind of a letdown for me. That being said, I still enjoy the fact that Martian Manhunter's on it. I think it's fucking awesome. I love that. And, yeah. So, Flash. This is the one that I want to really discuss. This is the main reason I wanted to do this episode. So that I could bitch about Flash. Because I love Flash. I love Season 1 of Flash. I love Season 2 of Flash. I really wanted to love Season 3 of Flash. But it has just gone off the fucking rails. And I don't think they can get it back. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I don't know how season four is going to course correct with the mess that they've made. I'm so disappointed in Greg Berlanti because he, I thought, understood what worked with that character and worked with that show. And then he just fucking went weird on it. 
First of all, can we all agree that not every fucking main nemesis villain of The Flash needs to be a fucking Speed Force villain? <laughs> of course, the big of bad not. of the season, but they, they can throw a speedster in there, but not every season have the big bad be. I mean, you, you had Reverse Flash in season one, and that made sense. I was okay with that. Okay, it made sense. Then in season two, you have Zoom. All right, I'm a little burnt out on the on the speed villain, but Zoom's cool, so I'll deal with it. And and I did like the whole twist of the fact that it was really Solomon and not Jay Garrick was really a bad guy. I did all I enjoyed all of that. That was good. It was well done. Then you come to season three, and they make you think in the beginning of the season that the big bad is going to be Doctor Alchemy, and I'm like, fucking awesome. We finally have. Like, a different type of villain to harass the Flash for the season. But, oh no, a couple episodes in, we learn that Dr. Alchemy is really not the big bad. And he's actually a minion working for a speedster named Savitar. Yes, once again, we have a speedster villain. And, not only that, we have the worst fucking special effects allowed by law. It looked like fucking bad, as Jay Money would say, PS2 video game effects. I was so disappointed. I'm like, what the fuck? But I stuck with it. I thought, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. And they built up all season long that Savitar was going to kill Iris. And who could Savitar be? And it was this big mystery. And then, who was Savitar, Steve? After all that fucking buildup and all that turmoil and, oh my God, we have to save Iris. How are we going to stop Savitar? Who did Savitar end up being? Fucking future Flash. <laughs> and not just future Flash, but a fucking time remnant of future Flash. Super emo, too. It made no sense. Because if you follow continuity or the laws of continuity, none of it makes sense. Because the other thing that pissed me off about it was that they foreshadowed it way far in advance. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if he, if Savitar was the speed remnant, that was created to fight Savitar. How does that even make sense? Like, how yeah. does it? Ex how does the Speed Remnant exist to become the villain that it was created to stop? It's it's a fucking mind fuck. It, it makes my brain hurt to think about it. And the other thing too that made no sense, and this was early on, and it bothered the shit out of me, was before they resolved Flashpoint, or before he caused Flashpoint, when he ran back in time at the end of last season, and he saved his mother, and he got his family back, and he was all happy Barry. Before he decided to change everything back and create Flashpoint, he was living his life. They didn't explain what happened to the Barry Allen that he replaced. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, wow. It made no fucking sense. If Barry Allen went back in time and basically saved his mom, and stole that kid's childhood, what happened to that kid? Where did that Barry Allen go? Did he just disappear into the Speed Force? Like, what What did he fucking do with him? Because now You got me thinking. Because he had to go somewhere, right? Because there would have been two Barry Allens. They never Shit. addressed and explained that. And I'm a writer, so it really fucking bothered me. Like, it's been bothering me. I, I ranted about it on my previous podcast, and they thought I was nitpicking. But I'm telling you right now, that's a huge fucking mistake plot mistake i don't know how the hell they let that fucking fly and slide through there slip through i know what you're saying but like if, if he goes back in time to stop that obviously that kid doesn't just disappear when he shows up so the kid has to be there so you're just kind of 
you know, supposed to leave it up to fucking imagination or something. I don't know. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. He went back in time, prevented his mom from dying, correct? Yeah, I know. Okay. Then he ran back into the future with reverse flash. And and, And everything changed. And everything changed. And then that adult version of Barry lived out his life. But what happened to the Barry who grew up in that new timeline? What happened to him? He must have replaced him to take his place. They probably merged into, you know, the Barry when he went back to the future. How would that happen, though? He'd be a time remnant. I don't know. What would have made more sense, and, and this is what I would have done, I would have had that fucking Barry that he replaced become Savitar. Yeah, that, that would have made a lot more sense. I mean, that guy would have had a vendetta. He would have had a reason because Barry fucking fucked up his life and then replaced him. Like, if he sent him into the Speed Force and replaced him, that would have been a reason to become a supervillain. Like, I, I, that would have pissed me off. Savitar's a dumbass character anyway. Agreed. But I should have never made him into the show. Right. But I'm just saying. I mean, it, there were so many loopholes and plot holes and, and weird things that did not sync up in this show. And then they replace Wells with this HR character from an alternate Earth. Earth-19. Earth-19. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, great. He's, he's goofy. He's quirky. He's the exact opposite of the Wells that we've known for the last two seasons. And then they have him sacrifice himself to save Iris. And it's the dumbest fucking thing I think I've ever seen on a TV show. And I've seen a lot of dumb things on TV. My wife was leaving for California when the episode aired. And I watched it the night before she left and told her the entire thing. And she got real pissed at me. For spoiling it for her or because it sucked? Because I watched it without her. Yeah, you never admit that. I watch Better Call Saul without my wife all the time. But I, when, the, when I finally watch it with her, I pretend I'm seeing it for the first time. I've done that, and it's really hard for me not to say anything. <laughs> Every guy does that. Touché. So that's two of my biggest problems with Flash, is that the Savitar reveal made no sense, because if he's a time remnant that was created to fight Savitar, how could he exist to become Savitar before he was created to fight Savitar? Like, there's, there's a paradox there, right? I'm not the only one who sees it. I see it now. I didn't yeah. before. Okay. And then the fact that Barry goes back in time, saves his mom, then runs reverse flash back to the future, and in that future takes over the life of the Barry Allen that grew up from the changed timeline, and they never explain what happened to the Barry Allen that he replaced. That's a big fucking plot hole. One of the other things that pissed me off about that season was that they built up Tracy Brand's character and then did nothing with it. Oh, she's the doctor that they introduced like three episodes before the end of the season? Yeah. Okay. You introduce this chick and you shoehorn her in at the very end of the season. Then create a love story. And you force feed us this love story between her and HR just to give us give us a character who's actually going to give a shit when he, when he sacrifices himself and dies because no one else fucking cares. I mean, Cisco pretends to care, but let's face it, he don't fucking really care. And neither did anybody watching. No one fucking cares. He liked cares. Gypsy. No, I mean, Cisco doesn't really fucking care that HR killed himself. <laughs> sacrificed himself. No, not at all. Uh, like, the, every episode you see them all together, you see, like, everybody's visibly annoyed of HR. Exactly. It's like Savitar did them all a favor by killing HR. Because <laughs> now they I, got Wells back, and Wells is better. You, you'd rather have Wells back than that guy. You think he'll stay? Yeah, Flash asked him to in the season finale. He said, you're going to stick around for a while? And Wells said, for you, anything. 
So I missed that part. Yeah, so obviously Wells will be back in season four. So the cliffhanger, for those who haven't seen, spoiler alert, although I've been spoiling the shit out of it all along, so... But, yeah, thanks. I, I didn't know he died and came back. So. All right. Well, anyway. Whoops. What would you think we were going to talk about on here? You just said, what was your favorite part? We didn't say we were doing spoilers, no? Oh, my God. All right. Sorry, Derek. Spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about Hold the on. Flash. Let me watch the last season of all the ones that you haven't watched, Tom, so I can tell you what happens. All right. That's fine. Hey, hey. Arrow's mom, she dies. Oh, no. <laughs> I gave two shits about too, that show. Too, too, too soon, Danny, or what? <laughs> I was pissed about that, actually. Oh, Carly was crying. <gasps> when we go yeah, into Arrow at all, do you care if I spoil some stuff? Well, I'll be yeah. going to bed soon anyway, so. <laughs> there you go. I thought you were going to bed in 40 minutes ago. Uh, I'm just finishing laundry now, then I'm out. Yeah, so that's my big thing with Flash. And, and then, so now they've cliffhanged it with Flash is trapped in the Speed Force. And I can tell you right now how they're going to get him out. I'm going to predict for you exactly how Greg Berlanti is going to do season four. Ready? Here it is. Another fucking speed villain shows up, and the only person Max Mercury, and the only person who could fight him and stop him is Flash. So the Speed Force is going to let Flash out so that he can put a stop to the speed villain. Dun dun dun. It's the dumbest. You might be able to answer me a question, Tom. Go ahead. Spoilers. When Barry's mom comes out of the Speed Force. Yes. She implied that he wouldn't be going through all the nightmares everybody else did. Right. How? I don't know. Why? I have no no clue. Because obviously they've got plans for the Flash. Obviously, he's probably going to evolve to the next level (laughs) of whatever that may be in the Speed Force. I don't know. Yeah, that whole thing is stupid. The fact that the Speed Force can come to you as, like, representations of people that you care about annoys the shit out of me. I hate that the Speed Force is a sentient being. It bothers the shit out of me. It's another. It shouldn't be. Right. It's another dumb thing about the show that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. The other thing was they only sent one time wraith to stop Savitar. Right. But they sent, like, four in one, another, one of the other episodes. Well, and they sent Zoom. Those, those they, are stupid, too. They sent Zoom, too. The Speed Force oh, yeah. is, like... If the fucking force from Star Wars became sentient. Right. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It's dumb. But other than that, I love The Flash. <laughs> I just... This season was, was bad. I mean, it had a couple good episodes, but overall... Like, the gr- uh, the Grodd episodes were great. I enjoyed those. Those episodes were cool. But other than that, not great. Killer Frost was... Eh, okay, I guess. But I didn't like the way they ended things with her character, either. Caitlin going she She's like, I'm not Killer Frost anymore. I'm something else. Oh, ooh. Big deal. So scary. I don't know. And Julian? What did we think of that guy? I liked his character, actually. I didn't like that he was Dr. Alchemy, and then all of a sudden he's part of fucking Team Flash. Okay, now you're a good guy. Come on in. Here's all he our was secrets. The foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, Tobin Bell was, but it was through him. Yeah. I don't know. It was bad. I like the actor. I like that kid. I like Draco Malfoy, but I don't know if I like him on Flash. No, nah, he sucked. <laughs> okay, thank you, Derek. Thanks for... He did! Alright, I'm thanking you for making up my mind for me. I wasn't sure. I was kind of on the edge. But you're right. He's unnecessary. Get rid of him. You don't need him. Especially now I that you... see him do it starting a food fight like in the Harry Potter cafeteria. <laughs> I, I can't take him seriously. Right. It's like Draco Malfoy with facial hair. It just looks weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look natural. Awful. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Who wants to talk about Arrow? Steve, you want to talk about Arrow? Spoil some Arrow stuff? Danny can take um, a little bit. I'm trying to find the things I want to talk about. Like 
like I said, I didn't get much into the newest season, so uh, you'd probably be better off to start off, and I can fill you in with the randomness that I've seen. So the the season starts off with actually no did season five and four end with um I, I think think of his name off the I top think, of my head I'm sorry Damien Dark I think no, Derek, Damien Dark Derek just bounced and didn't say goodbye that motherfucker really I think so yeah he had to go to bed yeah but he should have said goodbye he should have let us know he was leaving why did he do that because uh, he likes to drop the mic <laughs> all right I'm trying to think of his name why can't I think of it oh Derek Beatrice <laughs> Oliver. No, Oliver. Oliver, yeah. Was Oliver the mayor at the end of season four, or did it begin with season five? I believe he he won the election at the end of season four, and season five started with him taking office. Okay, so the villain in this season is Prometheus, and mm-hmm. they like misdirected the shit out of you for half of it, throwing in like comic book characters and giving him different names. Like spoiler alert, Adrian Chase. The DA in this season ends up being Prometheus, but Adrian Chase in the comic book is Vigilante. What? Yeah, right? Definitely wasn't thinking of, of him as Prometheus. I really wanted it to be Tommy Merlin. wanted him to not be dead. Yeah, I, I it would have been awesome if it was Tommy Merlin, but no, he... Uh, All right, well, do me a favor real quick, because I don't know the show. What is Prometheus, first of all? Prometheus is an archer that rivals Arrow. Oliver Queen, okay. a.k.a. Arrow. Does he wear a mask or something so you don't know who he is? He does wear a mask. It's similar to Scarecrow's from Batman. And why does he go by the name Prometheus? I think just because of what the word Prometheus implies. And what does it imply? Like a new beginning or something? No. Like a bad alien movie? I like that movie. <laughs> you did? The first, Yeah. So well, Prometheus himself in mythology is the man that stole fire from the gods. That's yeah, what it was. Nice. I was just about to say it. Sure you were. <laughs> and Too he stole slow. fire from the gods, brought it to the humans. Yeah. And he was punished for it. Chained to a rock where an eagle daily tore at his liver. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, he lived. But, uh, well, sorry. No, I was just going to. It was just going to be another explanation. He lived forever with buzzards picking at his internal organs. That was his punishment? Yeah. That's pretty awful. I would say the punishment did not fit the crime in that case. So the whole thing with Prometheus, to go a little bit further, was he actually became Prometheus to avenge his father's death. You mean in the arrow father? Yeah, his father was one of the people killed in season one. Right, he was. It's uh, Oliver's list. Yep. You know about the list, Tom? I'm going to have to go tell the world exactly what's on the list. I know that in the very first season of Arrow, he was killing all of the <laughs> bad guys, and then they had, yeah, him, had, they had him stop yeah, doing that. He had a list that his father gave him of all the people in Starling City that, had done, he, him wrong. that had done him wrong and that he felt were killing the city. And uh, Adrian Chase's father was one of the people that he ended up killing. Yeah, that's kind of harsh. I mean... Does Green Arrow kill in the comics? I don't remember him being a killer. I in the in the, story, At the very beginning he did. In the very beginning he he did uh, the whole vigilante style, and that's what he was originally created for was to be a more a harsher Batman because Batman didn't really kill either, but Arrow was created to kill to avenge for his father also uh. because. One of the theories was that the boat that sank when uh, Oliver and his father were on it 
was actually sunk by people in the in this group. Wasn't it Malcolm was, Merlin? Yes. Malcolm Merlin was leading this group of businessmen and horrible people. And they were and that, trying to kill Oliver's father or trying to kill Oliver? They were trying um, to kill his father. They were oh, trying okay. to kill his father because he was trying to he was part of the group and he was trying to get out and end it. I see. So they needed to get rid of him. Right. And Oliver was just going to be collateral damage to them, but then he ended up surviving. Right. And then he Exactly. And then he grew up on that island, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm I'm caught up to speed now. So Prometheus kind of just gets all up in Oliver's life, both kind of inside, like inside being Green Arrow and being Oliver Queen. Oh, so he knows he that Oliver Queen is Green Arrow? Yes. Does he reveal to Oliver in one of the later episodes that he's future Oliver Queen? <laughs> and he, he takes the mask off. No. And he's like, I'm a time remnant of you, Oliver Queen. You created me to fight myself. It's the fucking dumbest thing No, he thing ever. was actually trained by the same person who trained Oliver, which was Talia al Ghul. They bring her into it now. Okay, yeah. Raz al Ghul's yeah. daughter. And it's the second daughter that's in the show, because Nissa was in, like, season three and four. Yep. Boy, they use, uh, a lot so of ba- they use a lot of Batman lore in the Arrow show, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Another reason why I don't care much for the character. Batman's one of my favorites. You can't rip off my favorite. Sorry. So somewhere in the middle of the season, Oliver starts talking about how he only will kill when it's an absolutely necessary. Yep. Oh, okay. Since he stopped murdering after season one. Yeah. What was? So what, he, hold on. What was his reasoning right. for stopping murdering? Because he didn't. He like he just wasn't necessary. Yeah. He just wanted to bring everybody to justice. Yeah. After the undertaking. And all the innocent people that were killed in the glades because of him murdering all these people on the list. And Malcolm Merlin kind of getting his retribution for him taking out all these people on the list. He realized that it wasn't worth it to keep killing all these people. He just needed to bring them to justice. Right. He probably hopefully realized that it made him just as bad as them. <laughs> Fucking killing. <laughs> That's what I mean. That would be the more hero approach. Well, if I kill, then I'm no better than they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so sorry. Get back to Prometheus, Steve. At one point in the season, he uh, set Oliver up to kill Prometheus, who ended up not being Prometheus. It was this whole rooftop scene that ended up going into one of the factories, and he shot him with an arrow, and it ended up being um, Thea's boyfriend in this season. Oh, Thea's oh, the, yeah, the new guy. Yeah, he, he's a detective for Star City. So one of the biggest turns in the in the season is they end up back on the NU where they run into Slade Wilson and Boomerang. And Slade Wilson is of course Deathstroke. 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 Yes. When they run into them, they find out that the Mirakuru serum has worn off and he apologizes for what he's done and Team Arrow actually allies with Slade Wilson to stop everything that's going on. The end of the season implies uh, not even implies a huge explosion goes off and it left it on a cliffhanger. Right. And so uh, you don't know who survives. Yeah, yeah. You weren't sure if, yeah, if everyone survived. The one person that they kind of implied died is Malcolm Merlin. Right. Cause at some point on the end, you Thea steps on a mine and Malcolm puts his foot in place of hers. Mm-hmm. And then 
Boomerang come Captain Boomerang. Is it Captain Boomerang or Boomerang? Yeah, well, it's. I think the, they just called him. Yeah, because I think they said Boomerang Captain in the Boomerang, show. Captain Boomerang, the uh, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad guy. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he was part of the Suicide Squad in the show too. They had them on the show. Oh yeah. The, uh, yeah, John Diggle was part of it. It, it was a very short run. It was like two yeah. episodes, if that. Was Harley Quinn in that? No. No. Amanda Waller no. was though. Yep. Okay. Yeah. They didn't make her half as much of a bitch as no. The movie. She was much better in the movie. I actually, she was like one of the parts of the Suicide Squad movie I liked. Oh come but, on, Tom! That was a good movie. Nah, it was okay. Well, okay, ten percent of it was. Well, it was better. I, I, you know what? In the in all of the DCEU movies, it's second under Wonder Woman. I'll give you that. It's better yeah. than Batman. So let's go, Tom. Amanda Waller died. Yeah. Let's go with Danny's uh, big news update for the day. All right, so CW shows, you think they're heading in the right direction for next season or what? You giving up on any of them? Yeah. I, as you can tell, I've obviously given up on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I think everyone has. I'm probably going to give Supergirl a chance. You should. One more shot. Yeah, I think you'd like it. You know, like Um, I said, this season got a little too lovey-dovey with her and Mon-El, but other than that, I mean, I, it's pretty cool. Once I re-familiarize myself with the rest of season five... I think I'm going to do good with Arrow next season. I think they're bound to do something good with Arrow next season. The Flash, if they make another speedster, I'm done. Oh, I'm so yeah. fucking fed up with the speedster villains. I'm oh. too many speedsters. They need to get rid. Do someone of substance. Uh, just something. Didn't they have a? They had two speedsters in the the season. Now that I think of it. Well, they had Jesse Quick, and then they had Kid Flash. They introduced. Then they had. Jay- I meant villain speedsters. Yeah, they had that rival guy. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. I was trying to remember who it was. Yeah, he was created during Flashpoint. Yeah, uh, Alchemy. Mm-hmm. Alchemy brought him out. But he only lasted. He he got killed. Like, <laughs> and he, like, exploded him in, in uh, the prison. Yeah, they killed his ass. So he's done. But Awesome. Well, hopefully Flash course corrects, and hopefully they don't have yes. another speedster villain. Cause <laughs> I do figure out some of those plot holes. Uh, just I, they're not going to bother. They're never going to explain that. It's just going to bother me, and that's going to be one of the reasons why I, I'm why season three is just such a disappointment to me because they never resolve that. It's just sh- see little details like that, which I don't think are little details, are what ruins shows for me. That right. just spoils the whole thing. This season, in my opinion, was an epic fail. So they get the epic fail noise. Here it is. And that's it. Tom, the epic fail is so like eight years ago. Well, so am I, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you are, you stupid fuck. <laughs> 2000 and late. That's right. I'm very 2000 and late, but I go with what works for me. All right, so that's going to do it, wrapping up the CW talk, but I think we have a bit of breaking news we need to discuss. Mr. Danny Abbott, you got some breaking news for Not Nation? Go for it, Danny. You. It looks like the young Han Solo movie has lost its directors. Really? Two? Yes, it had two directors, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. While D-Rock is not here because he had to go to bed, can we just do a quick any, uh, any two-top? Fu- and he fucking jumped off without saying goodbye to anybody, by the way. Can we just do a quick two? Two? Two! Two! Danny, you know that story, right? Probably. It might be slipping my mind right now. I, I know I told you that story before. So we're just going to say two. <laughs> two fingers. Oh, God. Oh. Is it coming back to you? Uh, yep. Awful. Okay. You guys were talking about this a couple of episodes ago, and I didn't know what it was. Oh, you don't oh. want to know. You don't want to know. No. It's something gross. I Jason, do that. 
Jay he actually Toast. talked about this on, on uh, oh, Christ, here we go, Tom's old podcast. <laughs> he told the story. Yeah, but you're the one mentioning it. He doesn't have to. That's right. Well, yeah. All right, I'm, uh, I'm out. I'm out. See you guys. <laughs> he broke his own rule. <laughs> he's delete! Gonna, he, delete! He's deleting himself. Delete! I'm gonna delete my own ass. All right, let let Danny tell us this news. So what happened? Why? Sure. Are, so how? I it was my understanding they're they're in the middle of filming that movie, aren't they? The solo movie. They are. They're not like too far into filming. They've got some. They have had some shoots done. But Lucasfilm president uh, Kathleen Kennedy released a statement where she praised, you know, Lord and Christopher as being very talented filmmakers, and they got together with a great crew and cast, but they did not quite see eye-to-eye with Lucasfilms on how this movie was going to be portrayed, so that's why they ended up departing from the film. So they basically got fired? Pretty much. (laughs) Holy shit. She didn't like what they were doing. They wouldn't change, so she booted them. Wow. Uh, Here we go. Perfect quote from her. (laughs) Trying to be formal and not a bitch. Unfortunately, our vision and processes weren't aligned with our partners on this project. Yeah, it sounds like she's a bitch. (laughs) I mean, you hire these directors to tell a story. You obviously chose them for a reason. Let them tell their fucking story. I'm reading the same article, and Lord and Miller replied with, We normally aren't fans of the previous creative differences, but for once, this cliche is true. We are really proud and proud of the amazing and world-class work of our cast and crew. Wow. So yep. that's basically like, these guys suck, go fuck off. But I'm wondering what that's going to mean for the entire project. A, it, I mean, it's going to delay it inevitably, right? There's no way that's going to be ready to come out. It's supposed to come out next May, isn't it? Right. May. Well, less than a year from now. She said that there's going to be uh, new filmmakers, new directors announced soon. I don't care. But there's no time frame listed. Uh, yeah, I mean. So it, who knows how they're going to play that out? Because, so basically, production has come to a screeching halt because you now, yep. you suddenly do not have any directors. And in order for that movie to be ready, you've got to finish, you got to wrap it like at least six months before release date. So you have time to edit it and you're going to need time for reshoots and you're going to need time to put this thing together. So it's like our podcast, Tom. You have to uh, edit it six months ahead of time. That's right. That's right. It takes sometimes six months to edit a podcast. Just like sometimes it's more. Yeah. I mean, this thing has to be done. By next May, because you can't wait for a fucking Star Wars movie, dude. This has to come out on that right. date. You can't delay it. You can't push it back. Whatever. It has to come out on that date, no matter what. Maybe they should let George Lucas come back and direct it. Maybe well, according should... to the article, they're saying that it's still slated for May release. Yeah, it's coming out on that date, no matter what. Wow, it's gonna. All the director get... does is says cut. Basically, <laughs> okay. makes edits. They can oh, get man. fucking Derek Metris. To direct this movie, it has to come out in May. No, 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 no. Directors do a lot more than that. I for a Star Wars movie, Tom, you know the toys are already like in a fucking box, ready to ship to fucking Walmart. Right. So here's my question: Now, was the cast close with these directors? Like, are they going to have? They're real close. They're all having sex together. No, but I mean, are they going to? How are they going to respond to this? Like, that could really upset the apple cart. To use an old cliche. What? 
I said it could really upset the whole situation that they fired these directors. That the, I mean, the right. cast may well, not. Woody Harrelson said that they were fantastic directors, and yeah. So if the cast liked their vision and where they were going, and then Kathleen Kennedy said, "Fuck you, you're all dumb. You don't know what you're talking about." I mean, maybe that's they're basically what happened. So yeah. maybe that's going to affect their performances. Maybe that's going to lead to a shitty ass movie. Is my point? Uh, no, I just found a, I hope, I hope an article. Not. They could mail in their performances just out of spite because of all this. <laughs> it could go horribly and terribly wrong at this point. It's Star Wars, Tom. There's nothing that will stop it. I don't disagree with you, Jay Money. I'm just worried now. Worry all you want. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. It's going to make a million dollars no matter what. Well, I would hope Star it would Wars make game. at least a million dollars, yes. I said a billion. You did not. You said a million. No, I said a billion. I've got you on recording. I Danny, can... what did I say? Billion dollars. Ah, dude, I don't know. Billion dollars. <laughs> Trust me, you said a million. Billion dollars. <laughs> You'll hear it on the podcast. Billion dollars. Uh, okay. All right, Mr. million dollar machine. All right, million dollar man. Billion dollars. Aren't they halfway through uh, the Han Solo movie already, though? Yeah, but if it, there's already same thing with Marvel Universe with the Star Wars universe, they already have the story. They just need the style of shooting, I guess. They just need a bitch, basically. Yeah. They need do a, what we yeah. say. They need a yes man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Do what we say. Do not do what we do. They already have a bitch. It's Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, and it's Tom Van Zant. What? You're a bitch. Alright. Well before J Money attacks me for no reason again, let's wrap up this story. Danny! What? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you see what I Empire. deal with? You see what I have to go through? You see? Every week, it's like this. I don't even know why I do this fucking show sometimes. Empire, he's my boy. Go ahead, Tom. Continue on with your little stupid crap. <laughs> Did you lose it there? All right, so... You shed, you shed, you shed as another... <laughs> Your shed has another fucking... Are you drunk? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. I think, obviously. I think, Jay, I think Jay took the bottle out of the freezer again. He's been uh, he's been with Gay Iceman for a he's while. He's been chilling with Iceman, yeah. Yes. I'm All right, so... <laughs> I, let me get this out, goddammit, so we can wrap this up. This episode, she said. <laughs> oh, shit, money. Have another, have another one, money. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Danny! <laughs> oh man. Yo, Adrian! Danny! Right. Where's Derek? Anyways. Fuck yeah! And what did I say, Jay Money, when you asked You're me? Gay. <laughs> what did I you say? What? I, don't, I don't remember. What Danny! Did... What universe is Tom Van Zant playing? In the universe where Jay Money is a drunken asshole. I hope this makes it to the. <laughs> Air. Yes. It will. I, so do I. The good news is I have final edits. So <laughs> what I, I have final edits. What I want to be in will be in. And I want what I want to be in. <laughs> do I hear an echo? Do I hear an echo? <laughs> Delete. 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 <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, that's the big news. You're the great, great predictor. All right, money. So let's do some recommendations and wrap this up before he passes out on on, on the podcast. <laughs>
Let's go with our guests first. Mr. Steve McMahon, what do you want to recommend to Not Nation out there this week? Ghostbusters. <laughs> now, do you have as much love for Ghostbusters 2 as you do for the original? You know what? I love them the same. It's like, kind of like... Kind of like talk a lot of shit about Ghostbusters too. It's kind of like children. You can't really pick a favorite. Yeah, fair enough. Speaking of children, I forgot to mention this earlier. Me and my wife are naming our daughter after Aiden Arrow character. No kidding. Who's nice? That? We're expecting our first child in September, and her name is going to be Thea Eileen. Congratulations. Nice. So you're naming her after Arrow's sister. Yes, that's pretty cool. I always said if I had twins, I would name them Luke and Leia. Even if they were both boys, I wouldn't care. If they were twins, they were going to be Luke and Leia. But my wife that, wouldn't that, go. That would be awesome. <laughs> my wife wouldn't go for that, and thankfully she didn't have twins. So it never When uh, when we went for the gender reveal ultrasound, it was actually on Star Wars Day. So when we got to the technician, I was like, can you tell us whether or not we're having a Luke or Leia? And the woman just looked at me. it's too bad she didn't get that joke i think that's brilliant all right well so ghostbusters your recommendation how about you danny abbott what do you want to recommend to not nation out there let's see well i'm gonna go real hardcore nerd there's this game i've been playing lately and it's actually a uh tabletop miniatures game really it's called yes it's called tanks it's world war ii like tabletop role-playing game you actually build the little mini tanks yourselves and you can play out different form different kinds of like battle scenarios or you can play like king of the mountain type tournaments and they're like legitimate you have the united states forces the british forces the russians the germans and you can form your own like battalions of tanks and fight each other and it's super fun I just started playing it a couple weeks ago, and it is a blast. That's cool. Looking, so, at, looking at the website, and it, it, they, the cards look like Magic the Gathering cards. Right. It, they have trading cards because like a lot of the tanks have like special abilities. Like The Sherman has an ability that actually takes power away from your opponent. Some of the, ger- some of the German ones have stuff you can attach to them that makes them almost invincible. It's, it's crazy. Looks cool. It is. Awesome. So if people want to get into that, they should go to what website to learn about this? Like huh. I, have, I have it right here. How'd you find out about it? GF9games.com. That is the website. I knew about it because my uh, friend's father actually owns a game shop in Greenfield. Oh, cool. Massachusetts, so, USA. Massachusetts, Earth? USA. Earth, Milky Way. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I stop in there every once in a while and... I saw the guy, some guys playing, and I got into it. And That's awesome. All right, cool. Thanks for that recommendation. How about you, man who brings the money? What do you want to recommend to Not Nation this uh, week? Follow us on Twitter, dude. Danny <laughs> Abbott. He follows us on Twitter. He uh, likes us on Instagram. He follows us on Facebook. And look where this brought him. So you want, you want to recommend that? You want to recommend vodka, too, do you? Uh, nope. Okay. But, uh, you know, Danny. He follows yeah. us on every possible social media. He is. He's and not, look, look where he is. He's not head number one, and he's card-carrying member of the AP Posse. So Yeah, he follows us correct. on Twitter, and he uh, is on our show. <laughs> so, you follow us, you like us, you don't delete us. 
<laughs> I think what Jay Money is trying to say is if you are more interactive with us <laughs> on social media, you could one day be here being being humiliated by a drunken Jay Money yourself one day. Well, here's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny's turn now. Yes, Jay, go visit uh, Iceman again. All right. Thank you, Jay Money. Thank you for staying awake and not passing out. I beat Derek out. You did? You did? Yeah. <laughs> and if D-Rock was here, I'm sure he would recommend that you guys read a comic book. So let's say Green Arrow, <laughs> since we were talking about Green Arrow. He's going to recommend that you go to Amazon and buy a trade paperback of Green Arrow or something. Yeah. yeah. My recommendation for this week will be that you do not watch Flash Season 3. Don't do it. Don't drive yourself crazy like I did, because it will drive you crazy if you care. I mean, if you don't care, maybe I care too much about the shows that I, don't I watch. Care. Yeah, exactly. I I probably care too much. So, all right. Well, thank you, boys, for joining me on this. This was nice. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia and mo- more. Mafia. More importantly, shout out to Dinner and a Podcast. They actually requested that I do a shout out to them as the Pope, so I'm going to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. They tweeted. Can I, can, I, can I lead into it? Sure. Here we go. This is Jay Money, the man who brings the motherfucking money. Here is the Pope. This is the Pope. And you are listening to Dinner and a Podcast, the only show that is endorsed by the Vatican. Enjoy, my children. And may God have mercy on their souls. And with that, I would say, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would not say that. <laughs> and on that note, on behalf of my, magic, my magical and metal co-hosts, metal! <laughs> Mr. Steve McMahon, <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Danny Abbott. Thanks for having me on. And of course, the drunken slob. <laughs> Who brings the money? <laughs> J Money. <laughs> Sign off already, would you? Sign off already, will you? <laughs> say, say goodbye to them so we can sign this off. Say goodbye to them so we can sign this off. Stop being so fucking annoying. Bye-bye. Thank you. My name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been one of the strangest episodes of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 27. Thank you for listening. Until next week. Next week. Bye-bye. 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 Jay Money, you are just out of control. Fuck you. (laughs) 